Warning, this podcast is not safe for work, you've been warned, NSFW. The truth lives. Political Bomb Show, starring Rishon Blyden. Welcome, welcome, Political Bomb Show, special Saturday night edition, politicalbombshow.cf. Today, or tonight, rather, however you want to, we are going to be talking about the biggest hip-hop feuds of all time. That's a tall order, tall order. So let's just start off with the most obvious, the number one the number one who shot you separate the weak from the opposite leap hard to creep them brooklyn streets it's on nigga fuck all that bickering beef i can hear sweat trickling down your cheek your heartbeat sound like sasquatch feet thundering shaking the concrete then the shit stop when i fall the plot neighbors call the cops said they heard mad shots saw me in the drop three and a quarter slaughter electrical tape around the daughter Old school, new school, need to learn though. I burn, baby, burn like disco inferno. Uh, I dream filthy, my marble pops mix me with Jamaican rum and whiskey. Huh, what a set off, shoulda pushed them dead off. Wipe the sweat off, cause in this world I'm dead off. Squeeze let off, then sped off. Ain't no shook hands in Brooklyn. Army fatigue, bring fatigue to enemies. Look, man, you wanna see me locked up, shot up. Mom's crotched up over the casket, screaming bastard, crying. Know my friends is lying. Y'all know who killed them, filled them with the Lucas from their Rugas or their desert. Dying ain't the shit, but it's pleasant. Kinda quiet. Watch my niggas bring the riot. I ain't got no motherfucker. That's why I fuck your bitch, you fat motherfucker. Westside, bad boy killers. You know who the realest is, niggas. We bring it to First off, fuck your bitch in the click you claim Westside, when we ride, come equipped with game You claim to be a player, but I fucked your wife We bust on bad boys, niggas fuck for life Plus, Puffy tryna see me weak, hearts I rip Biggie Smalls and Junior Mafia, some mark-ass bitches We keep on coming while we running for your juice Steady gunning, keep on busting at the boots You know the rules, Lil' Caesar, go ask your homie how I leave you Cut your young ass up, leave you in pieces, now be deceased Lil' Kim, don't fuck around with real cheese Quick to snatch your ugly ass off the streets biggest hip-hop fuse of all time is there's definitely no disputing that it's bad boy records versus death row records um tupac shakur versus christopher wallace aka the notorious big now i don't like to be put into a box so just like i don't like to be um put into any special categories special groups for instance oh you're black you should be a Democrat, you're black, you need help to get a job by using, um, what do you call that? I can't even think of it right now. You know, uh, I can't think of it right now. It'll come to me. But anyway, I don't like being put into a box. I am who I am, and not because I live in the East Coast. I automatically means that I was rooting for B.I.G. I was not. I personally think that Tupac is way more talented 
than Notorious B.I.G. was. That's just my opinion and I believe pretty factual if you look at both careers. But that is the number one. The East Coast, West Coast rap feud is perhaps the most notorious, no pun intended, rap feud of all time. As part of a feud, several rappers have been gunned down, including two pioneers of the genre, Tupac Shakur and the Notorious B.I.G. Is hands down the number one. Now let's talk about this one here. Fuck Jay-Z. What's up, niggas? And yo, I know you ain't talking about me, dog. You? What? Fuck Jay-Z. You been on my dick, nigga. You love uh, my style, uh, nigga. Uh, uh, fuck with your soul like ether well, Teach you the king, you know you nah. Godson across the belly Lose. I prove you lost already Brace uh, yourself for the main event Y'all impatiently waiting It's like an AIDS test What's the results? Not positive Who's the best? Pac, Nas, and Big Ain't no best East, West, North, South Floss style greetings I embrace y'all with napalm Blows up, no guts Left chest, face gone How can I be garbage? Send me autos at your cottage Burner at the side of your dome Come out of my throne I got this lock since 9-1 I am the truest Name a rapper that I ain't influenced Gave y'all chapters But now I keep my eyes on the Judas And that is Nas versus Jay-Z Yes, I could hear you I know what you're saying You only played Nas song I'm not gonna play anything with Jay-Z. I just don't like him as a person, as a rapper. I don't like him. Person, in my opinion, he has some very dark, evil things going on as far as maybe satanic stuff and I'm not gonna go any further. So I won't play any satanic things. After the notorious B.I.G. death in 1997, Jay-Z and Nas were considered the top two candidates to take the throne as the best East Coast rapper. Jay-Z released a track in 1999 entitled The City's Mine. Nas dismissed Jay-Z as a serious contender on his album in 1999 track We Will Survive. The feud continued publicly until 2005 when the two accepted a truce. Easy E versus Ice Cube. I'm not gonna, the segment, the show will take just too long if I played clips from every single feud I'm going to talk about. So, just in the notable ones to me anyway, I will play some clips. Moving right along, Easy e versus Ice Cube. As you know, they used to be in a group called N.W.A. So when Ice Cube left N.W.A. in December 1989, the remaining members, especially Easy e fired shots at Cube, who called Cube Benedict Arnold. Cube responded by releasing the track Jackin' Full Beats, which included the lyrics, And if I jack you and you keep coming, I'll have you marks a hundred miles and running. I don't know what that means. And this one here, G Unit versus Murder Inc. The original G Unit versus Murder Inc. feud remains a mystery, but it became public in 1999 when 50 Cent released the diss track 
your life's on the line. The feud became violent and videos circulated that depicted punches and stabbings. G-Unit versus the game? Shortly after the game signed to G-Unit Records in early 2005, accusations of disloyalty started to emerge and the two entities split. The feud went back and forth for a year until 2006 when the game released an entire DVD dedicated to the feud entitled Stop Snitching, Stop Lying, 50 Cent responded by releasing a track entitled Not Rich, Still Lying. <laughs> These rappers are so silly. This is why I don't listen to rap. I really don't. I still got old school and I will listen to that occasionally because I like old school stuff. It wasn't like this, but moving along, Benzino versus Melting Your Mouth Eminem. Benzino, a co-owner of the Source magazine, felt that white rapper Eminem's success was hurting the brown and black communities. In an effort to defame Eminem, Benzino released Without Eminem's consent, an audio clip of Eminem rapping that black women are only after your money. Benzino publicly apologized, but Eminem still sued him for for defamation and copyright infringement. Benzino lost and was forced to pay considerable damages. Yeah, that's messed up if you do something like that. And, um... This next feud here. While recording 4321, Cannabis wrote a verse suggesting that he wanted to borrow the mic from LL's arm. Method, where the guards at? Redman, where the squad at? L's, that a mic on your arm? Let me borrow that. He didn't. My arm is off limits for challenges. You hold the rusty swords, I swing the Excalibur. Let's get back to this mic on my arm. If it ever left my side, it transform into a time bomb. You don't want to borrow that. You want to idolize. And you don't want to make me mad. You want to socialize. He told me he was going to change his verse, and he left his verse, and it was dissing me, and I didn't even hear it until later on. And when I heard it, I was distraught about it. You know, and I let it go on for a while. I, I tried to reconcile with him, trying to work it out. He didn't put me in the video. He, like, tried to start me out. He took something out of context and he ran with it. You know, it's like he always been that way. LL Cool J versus Cannabis. So you heard a little bit of the backstory on it. So how do you feel about that? Do you think that um, Cannabis was right for LL Cool J? So... In the late 1990s, Cannabis and LL Cool J were engaged in an East Coast versus West Coast feud. The two rappers traded barbs on tracks before things escalated to the point where even Mike Tyson got involved. I did not know. Excuse me, I didn't know that. So this is a big one. This one here that I'm going to talk about is something that... How could I put? I felt I was personally and personally involved in this one. Not personally, I felt the I felt uh, angry of this one because everyone have pick sides, and even more so than the Tupac and Biggie because I wasn't even though I liked both of their music and I thought that Tupac was a lot better. When it came comes to the one that I'm going to talk about. 
it really bothered me because I really liked one of their their music. I supported them. I was I felt emotionally involved. That's the word I'm looking for. With this next one I'm going to talk about, I felt emotionally involved about it. And um but the crazy thing is I bought I bought both both albums. I did. And anyway, uh let me let's play this. I want to get back at Chris. I want to get him. I want to get him. Molly didn't want to do that song. He didn't want to do the next disc record because he thought that it was going to take Chris to a new height if we went and did that record. So don't nobody think that I wasn't about to go at his head again. It was just that Molly Maul, my producer at that time, And see, back then, you went and did what your producer said. It's not like now. If my producer tell me, oh, I'm not going to do it, I'm going to sit down in my own joint, and I'm going to do what I got to do on my own and forget what you talking about. But since Molly was the producer, I had to go by what Molly said. He didn't make the beat, so whatever came out after Bridges Over didn't happen. Yes, folks, this one was, uh, I was so emotionally involved in this because I was a huge MC Shan fan. Huge and um, so when the bridges over came out, and I don't know why I bought that Boogie Down production album at the time, I really don't because I was like destroyed by when when that song came out, the bridges over. I literally was destroyed. So, um, you know, years later, when I'm listening to MC Shen, you listen at the end, he's being interviewed there. I only played a little clip there, but he pretty much said that the reason why. He didn't um, come back after the bridge is over. I mean, in my eyes, though, when I was growing up and I didn't know what I know now, that was a, a knockout punch. That killing, that was like, that was like to me, that was like uh, equivalent to to the ether. What Jay Z, what uh, Nas did to Jay Z with ether. So that's how it came across then, not knowing if you listen to that full interview, he basically had to do what the producer wanted back in those days and the producer said no that's going to take Chris to a high higher level which anyway he still ended up going to a higher level so you might as well had let it play out but you can't reverse time and um the the bridge was truly over after that that's what how it comes across to the public so um yes he's very angry about it if you listen to uh, to the rest of the interview he's he he does not want anything to do with chris and he's very angry at his producer for um, not allowing it to happen so boogie down Productions versus juice crew from the mid late 80s to hip-hop crews boogie down production and the juice crew feuded over territory in new york city which the crews claiming that hip-hop originated in Queensbridge and the South Bronx, respectively. Now, again, if you listen to what MC Shane said, he did not say that hip-hop originated in Queensbridge. 
as you heard what he said, I'm, I, don't, I didn't play the whole thing, but he basically said that he did not say it originated in Queensbridge. He was just talking about his experience. He was not saying that it was originated there. And he also go on to say that he's not a scholar, but he don't believe it started in South Bronx either. He believed it was West Bronx and Brooklyn was doing things as well. But that's not for him to say. He's not a scholar and that's not none of his business, he went on to say. So the Juice Crew took a shot at Boogie Down Production on their track Kill the Noise. The Juice Crew responded with the track The Bridge is Over. I mean Boogie Down Production responded with the track The Bridge is Over. So Okay. This one here was, uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. A lot of people say that, uh, well, I want to play some of these clips, but I'm not going to play LL Cool J versus Cool Modi. And Cool Modi, to me anyway, most of his tracks was a joke. He had, wasn't on LL Cool J level. That's just to me. That's just me. But he did obviously pump out a few hits that that was like, okay, okay. But Cool Modi has, has serious beef with LL Cool J dating back to 1987. I did not ask Siri anything. Okay. Hey, Siri. Shut your mouth and stay out of my show, please. Thank you. No problem. Whore. Uh, cool Modi has serious beef with LL Cool J dating back to 1987. Cool accused Cool of taking his style. I honestly... LL Cool J's style sound nothing like Cool Modi's style, so... Cool Modi, I... Yeah, you have no leg to stand on in that argument. But, which is seriously uncool? The two traded barbs on six different songs between 1987 and 1990. And, uh, yeah, I I don't think that it was that. I don't, cool Modi didn't win that. That's just my opinion. That's, no. Pusha T versus Drake. I have to admit, I don't listen to new school stuff. I knew, I know it's Drake, but I don't really listen to much of his stuff. I have no idea who Pusha T is, but I guess they had a beef here. On May 29, 2018, Pusha T took a stab at Drake doing an interview with Breakfast Club Power 105.1 FM. In the interview, Pusha T said, that all bets are off and everything is on the table. He then dropped his Drake diss track, the story of Adidon, as the latest addition to the long-running feud between the two rappers. I didn't even know they had a feud, but again, I don't listen to new stuff, new, I mean, old, new rap stuff I don't listen to. In the track, Pusha T attacks Drake's parents, his blackness, and his producer Noah Forty, Shabib. He also claims that Drake is concealing the fact 
he fathered a child with an adult film star. Pusha T's cover art for the diss track also features what he says is an undoctored photo of Drake in blackface. I don't even know what this stuff means. The story of Edidun was a response to Drake's track Duppy Freestyle, which he released on SoundCloud on May 26, 2018. In the song, the Canadian rapper says, Tell ye, we got an invoice. Tell ye, we got an invoice coming to you. Considering that we just sold another 20 for you, Drake even put out an invoice on his Instagram citing promotional assistance and career reviving as the reason Pusha T and Kanye West owe him a hundred thousand. Pusha T's track Infrared Infrared is what initially set the feud back in motion. It was released on Kanye West produced album Daytona. The song was likely a response to Drake's version of Two Birds, One Stone, which had lyrics many believe were aimed at Pusha T. But really, it's you with all the drug dealers it's you with all the drug dealer stories. That's gotta stop though. You made a couple chops and now you think you El Chapo. Oh, funny, 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 funny. Now also I should I should note that this is coming from uh ranker.com and people vote on this particular one. Is this intense or not? And not many people think it's intense. I should have done that from the beginning. Let me just go back to the beginning real quick and just list the intensity of uh, the ones I read so far. Um, I should have done that. But so far, and I didn't vote myself. I'm just reading from what other people voted. The, the vote for Tupac and Biggie the intense is 447 and not intense is 49. Nas and Jay-Z, 302 intense, 104 not really. You got Eazy E and Ice Cube, who's got uh, 268 intense, 83 no. 50 Cent and Ja Rule, 222 intense, 84 no. G universes the game, 182 intense, 109 not so. So that one, it's almost even like people like don't really care. And neither do I. Benzino versus melting your mouth candy, 174 intense, 109 not. LL Cool J versus cannabis, 162 intense, 99 no. Boogie Down Production versus Juice Crew, 132 says yes and 72 no. LL Cool J versus Cool Mo D, 121 yes, 76 no. 
Pusha T versus Drake. You got the uh, does. Not many people care in 73. Yes, 26. No, neither do I. Let's move on to the next one. Lil Kim versus Foxy Brown. Lil Kim and Foxy Brown were high school friends and penned a collaborative album titled Thelma and Louise. However, the album was canceled after each artist's debut album was released within a week of each other in November 1996. In an attempt to differentiate, they levied a number of personal attacks against each other and the feud has remained strong until this day. 102 says it's intense, 82 says eh. Melting your mouth, Candy versus ICP. That's insane clown posse. In 1997, Melting Your Mouth Candy advertised that ICP might show up to his album release party for the Slim Shady EP. ICP was offended that they were not consulted first. Eminem later dissed ICP in various interviews before ICP responded with a diss track, Slim Anus. <laughs> I like that. Oh, sorry. 123 says it's intense. 128 says no. So m more people think it's not intense than those who do. Drake versus Meek Mill. Meek Mill got offended when Drake allegedly used a ghostwriter to pen his half of the lyric on Rico, R-I-C-O, a track on which they collaborated in 2015. Meek Mill let his rage out on Twitter and Drake responded with a diss track titled Charged Up. 123 says it's intense, but more people say it is not at 152. Nicki Minaj versus Lil Kim. And uh, I never... I'm looking at the picture. Nicki Minaj looks, in this picture anyway, like a transgender. I'm just saying, but I'm not saying. Ever since Nicki Minaj reached mainstream success with her album... Pink Friday, Lil' Kim has accused Minaj of stealing her image. Minaj responded by taking jabs at Kim in her single, Roman's Revenge. Kim responded in turn by releasing the mixed black tape, the, the mixtape Black Friday with artwork depicting Lil' Kim dissipating Minaj with a sword. 96 says it's intense, but a lot more. 131 says it is not. Lil Flip versus T.I. After T.I. did a verse on Lil Flip's Game Over remix, each rapper's respective encourages went after each other. And I don't care. The two rappers buried the hatchet and are now on good terms. 62 said it was intense. 84 was not. And, uh, hmm, this one is so, is one that I was personally involved in. This was, this is one for the first time that I think I picked. Usually, I could hear you saying, you are showing it. But usually, typically, the guy's rap sounds better. Not that it sounds better, but. When it comes to dissing, basically you never have a man and a woman dissing each other. But back in the day, you had a man and a woman dissing each other. And the woman, uh, the woman's song completely, in my opinion, crushed the man's song. 
And so this is the songs I'm talking about. Thought you wouldn't give a guy like me no rap. Man, she was walking down the street, so I said, hello, I'm Gango from UTFO. And she's so awesome, baby, don't you know I can sing rap dancing just one show. Cause I'm Gango, Mr. Sophisticator. As far as I know, ain't nobody created from beginning to end and to beginning. I never knew because I'm all about winning, but if I was to lose, I wouldn't be the same. Cause I'm not a gambler, I don't bet I don't be, you know, Zeno. And baby, why you nizzo? The is I is the grizzly, kizzle and kizzo. I thought you'd be impressed and give me devious rap. I thought I had a drink inside my sinister trap. I thought it'd be a piece of cake, but it was nothing like that. I guess that's what I give a thing, it ain't that right, black. Bitch, Chris, I did get some, and see this, I'm a wizard. Chris, who is like a teaser of his ass, and I can do some with a bang, bang, brother, I feel bad. But I ain't committing suicide for no crap. Calling her a crap is just a figure of speech, cause she's an apple, a pear, a plum, and a peach. I thought I had it in the palm of my hand, but man, oh man, if I was grand, I'd bang Roxanne. Roxanne, Roxanne. Yo, Kango. Yeah, what's up, girl? I'm the real Roxanne, and I'll rock your world. But you're all stuck up. Well, you say that, because I wouldn't give guys like you no rap. I was walking down the street in the afternoon. I gave you a smile, so you assumed that if you said hello, I wouldn't be flattered. But I kept walking, and your ego was shattered. I'm Roxanne, the lady devastator. I make you feel hotter than it is in Grenada. The R-O-X-A-N-N-E. Roxanne is who I be. Kango kid, you might be cute, but you ain't getting this cause you're much too soon. You wear that samurai sword on the side. I told all my friends and we all just died. I laughed so hard that my face turned blue. Why be a MC? You should learn kung fu. And by the way, if I'm such a crab, why all your girls look like scabs? First you call me a peach. The doctor wants to take me to the beach. I got a little rhyme for you each. I seen your girls, they both need a leash. Such bow wow babies. Me, boy, you must be crazy. You got your nerve to want to be my man. They call me the real Roxanne, Roxanne. Can't you understand? Some people call me shiny, some people call me box. And those who try to diss, I just knocks them out the box. Cause I'm shantine, y'all know the routine. And here we go again. So, all hail the queen. I left you for a while, but it was worth the wait because it gave me just enough time to create a funky rhythm that's guaranteed to move the world. So I thought that Roxanne killed um, UTFO, but I mean, growing up, I did not know the whole story about the real Roxanne versus Roxanne Shanté. I did not even have a clue. I thought that they were just the same people. I didn't realize. I didn't pay attention to it. So the Roxanne Wars occurred in the mid-1980s when the rap group UTFO released the track Roxanne Roxanne about a fictional girl who doesn't answer their phone calls. Two rappers donned stage names, Roxanne Shante and The Real Roxanne respectively dissed each other on the radio in cash-in. So, um, dissed each other on the radio to cash-in rather. 
Um, most people don't think that this was intense. 83 and 60. 83 says not. 60 says yes. Drake versus Diddy, a.k.a. Puffy. Diddy Comb, whatever you want to call him. In 2014, the Diddy punched Drake at the nightclub in Miami after Drake recorded a song on Boys One Daz Beat, which apparently Diddy had dibs on. That song was 0 to 100, the catch-up, which was nominated for two Grammys. Huh. 50 Cent versus Kanye West. Oh, the um on the Diddy and Drake 57 says intense, 95 no. 50 Cent versus Kanye West. 50 Cent and Kanye West have been in a feud since September 11, 2007 when both artists released albums on the same day. 50 Cent said publicly that if Kanye's album sold more copies, he'd retire from music. Kanye's album did, and 50 Cent retracted his statements. What a deuce. 78 says it was intense, 132 said no. T.I. versus Ludacris. The two Atlanta-based rappers feuded in 24, 2004 after Ludacris dissed T.I. on a track Stump over the misunderstanding having to do with a T, a T, a T, a T-shirt. Whoa, my goodness. I can't believe. Anyway, T.I. responded with a diss track title. You know what it is. The two now are on good terms and were featured on each other's album in 2008. Intense only 65, 110, not so much. Jay-Z versus Lil Wayne. Um, Jay-Z and Lil Wayne have been feuding since 2006 when Lil Wayne went after Jay-Z's coveted Best Rapper Alive Award rapping, You old ass rappers better stay on tour. You're like 44. I got... A 44, I'm 24, I could murk you on and come home when I'm 44. 65 says intense, 115, no. Ludacris versus Big Sean and Drake. Big Sean took a shot at Ludacris for using his signature rap style incorrectly. Drake also jumped in, agreeing with Big Sean. Ludacris took offense to the claim and said he invented the style in the first place. He then released a diss track title, My Chick Bad, which took shots at both Big Son and Drake. 42 says in 10, 79 says no. Twista versus Bone Thugs and Harmony. I love Bone Thugs and Harmony. I didn't even know that they got into beefs. They were awesome. I'm gonna go tell everybody. I didn't even know that they got into beefs, honestly. Um, yeah, this one comes as a, as a shocker to me. 
did not know that they um, did not know that they were, had any beef with anyone. It's such an awesome group. rap acts Twister and Bone Thugs and Harmony got into a dispute over who originated their similar styles. I gotta say I don't know who, who Twister is. After years of hate speak in the press the two acts have resolved their differences and are now friends. Just for the record I need to, to uh, search Twister to know when did he come out? Um, Twister, Twister. Yeah, he was born in 1973. American recording artist, best. I'm trying to find one of his songs. I, I, I don't know what his style is. That's why I'm looking to play a little bit of his style to see. To see what it's all about here. I don't know what his style is about. So let's play a little bit of uh, something of his. Let's see. Fuck the haters and the ponies, cause the rollie on me, really why they want me. Pockets battle with a dope for a belly like I'm eating ravioli. Riding my garage, cause the force is with me like I'm only one Kenobi. If you say that you get it, you better show me. What? I tell them get the fuck back if you didn't know me. And if ever your bitch will be on the phone, me. I'ma take her to the telly, you're never gonna leave her lonely. Now she fucking with a heavy forever, she be my homie. Legendary like I'm Kobe. Smoke her back while she blow me. Whip the work and call it Toby. Niggas talking yada, yada, yada. I don't give a fuck, I got a lot of dollars. Break it down and zip it back on my... Okay, he's got that new style. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it sounds anything like Thugs, Bone Thugs and Harmony. I don't like it. I'm I'm not into old to new school stuff. So. Whatever, Twister. Uh, forty four says intense. Eighty three does not. Eminem versus Cage. Since the release of Eminem's debut album, nineteen ninety seven. Rapper Cage has accused Eminem of stealing his style. Okay, let me see who Cage is. Because I've definitely never heard of Cage. Let's just... Alright, Cage, the rapper, is what I'm looking for. Don't give me about a Cage. They showed me a Cage. Cage, the rapper, please. I need to f listen to one of his songs. Cage, the rapper. Okay, Cage, the rapper. Okay, I need something older. 2008 cage every rapper in the shut in the house shut the fuck up rap versus rap beef cage versus Eminem um, let's see what this is I think the half a brain is gonna be able to know all right now the other question 
question that uh, somebody was asking is uh, something about a kid named Cage and another guy named Necro. They, they no, Necro they're two different? Well, they said that the guy named Cage that you battled, I mean, what, can you give me the background on that? Because I just found out about this. Um, actually, I never got a chance. Okay, I don't want to to talk to listen to you talk just okay let's find another link i need to listen to what he sounds like please come on just give it to me please this is live okay no this doesn't sound good at all okay nothing ever goes right when you won that's what happened you do live stuff okay let's just try to find something Let's keep looking. Cage the rapper. Cage, 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 cage. The rapper. Cage, I never knew you. I just want to hear his style. Just let me listen to your style. Alright, after this stupid ad. Ba ba ba. Okay, let's see. Come on, let's play it. Play the damn thing. What the hell? I'm sorry, you don't have to. My fault. You called me? Yeah, I texted Sean so he talked to uh, Ace and Al on the way out. Okay. There's so many words in a string of sense together to bother her. I instantly forgot all my plans and started to follow her. It's like the sky open and God handed you directly to me. You know, I could kind of see what he's saying here. Okay, I could see that. I could see he has a kind of a point there. I could see what he's saying there. Let's listen to another another one. Let's just see. Cage Agent Orange. It's me, Alex. And three of my mans. All supposed to meet at the Corova Milk Bar. The Corova Milk Bar couldn't afford its liquor license, so it sold milk plus drink rum. Or sent the mask. Which sharpened to look for a bit of the old ultra violence. Alright, so that one doesn't really sound like a and, but that other one, the first one did. Uh, let's see what else we got. One, let's play one more. Let's see one, one more. Let's just type in cage this Eminem. I just want to see this Eminem. Uh, and so kitties Eminem and Roya the fifty nine this. Let's see. Let's see what this is. Let's see. I 
drink a bucket of paint. Watch my dick and it makes you my guts out. Reveal a poltergeist snake. Now I'm inside out. No need to hide out. Ain't made mistakes with paper since I sniffed the white out. It done. Rip is a genius. My stitch of life seamless. Most like I don't exist to deem this. I reach the heavens for my nights. Plug mics. Okay. I've completely lost interest. I don't care. Okay. Let's get back to... Okay, so and as as I thought here, more people say it's not intense. I was about to fall asleep actually. Fifty one says it's intense. Ninety seven says no. Make that ninety eight. It's the only one that I voted down. I definitely say that it sucked. KRS one versus Nelly. That one is stupid. Um, uh, in 2002, Nelly dropped a track title number one, which dissed old school hip hop artists. KRS One took th the jab personally and called for a boycott of Nelly's album, Nellaville. Nelly's album wasn't affected and went on to sell, to sell 7 million copies. So, 43 says, uh, not intense. 83 says it is not. Joe Button versus Royce the 5-9. Okay, yeah. You know what? I'm just going to scroll down and uh, see if there's anything else worth reason. I don't even know Ice-T fielded with Soldier Boy. What is this all about? Aren't you on Law and Order now? Keep your ass down. Ice-T called out Soldier Boy's debut single, Crank That, for single-handedly killing hip-hop. Soldier Boy responded by posting a YouTube video in which he said, You were born before the internet was created. Both rappers then went their separate ways. Yeah, 39% said it's uh, intent, 102, make it 103. I just said no. Okay, I'm not reading. I don't care about Tyler and the creator versus Tyler the creator versus B.O.B. I don't even know who the hell they are. No clue. So I'm not reading about you. I don't care about you. Drake versus Common. I don't really, really care about you either. Shaney or Chingy or whatever you call it versus Nelly. I don't care about you. And that's the end of the show for you. Oh, baby, come on, so come on, people, baby.